Okay, we're hitting the uh, download. Oh, here we go. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to the download button. Uh, it is another exciting weekend back here on location at the NIVC Invitational. And I'm sitting here alongside one of the toughest competitors in the history of professional basketball. He is the 2001 NBA Rookie of the Year, among many, 2006 Sixth Man of the Year. His name is Mike Miller. He is high school. He is becoming the new, or certainly the face of Memphis basketball as the new head coach of Houston High School. Coach Mike Miller, who I've had the privilege of knowing since his days at the University of Memphis. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. It's, first of all, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. It's great to see you. What you got, uh, what you got going on down in Houston these days? <laughs> no, just been trying to build a high school basketball program. Uh, the coach before us did a really, really good job. Um, and now adding a few pieces and, and trying to give these guys a real national exposure and, and, and understand what college basketball should look like and feel like. Well, you uh, had such a, an amazing run in the basketball world uh you were born in i'm told mitchell south dakota which was a little i i looked you i searched you on wikipedia i got google foo i don't know how i have it but i had the opportunity to kind of see your accolades and as mentioned uh earlier 2001 nba rookie of the year was part of an amazing group of award winners that year with alan iverson taking home mvp and aaron mckee got the sixth man of the year an award you yourself won i think in 2000 and uh Six. When you talk about high school basket, when you talk about the basketball, I guess kind of growing up, what was the mindset for you? Did you want to play NBA basketball? Did you really? Well, what type of sport were you interested in? Basketball is it. My whole family played basketball. I, I grew up in a basketball family. My mom, my my dad, my uncles, my brothers. Basketball is the only thing we we knew, and so my whole entire life, that's all I wanted to do was play basketball. And, uh, fortunately, got a lot of great opportunities because what my parents had sacrificed and, and, and gave me great opportunities. Put me in a lot of different camps. Ended up getting seen. Ended up being able to go to University of Florida with Coach Billy Donovan when he was younger, and uh, just had an unbelievable experience. And uh, was fortunate enough to make the NBA in 2000. Yes. So, did you ever get a chance to play in the five-star camp with Howard Garfinkel? I didn't play in the five-star. No, camp. I was. You know what? Because I, I never, and, and I got a chance to get to meet Garf and, yeah. and talk with him. And, just listening to him and just God, just the respect. And unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. He was such a has such a knack, and a lot of your teammates in the NBA were fortunate enough yep. to go uh, to his camp all those years. But when you got to uh, when you first got to Florida, uh, what was the mindset? I mean, people had always said that the SEC was one of the most one of the toughest conferences in college basketball. What was it really like playing for a guy like Coach Donovan? Oh, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, you know, he had a lot to prove uh, when he was as a young as a young coach, kind of getting started, coming from Marshall, um, brought in a lot of talented guys. Just just a lot of fun. I mean, he just he pushed you every day, but he cared about you. Uh, really, just a player's coach, and was you know taught me a lot about being a man, just as much as about being a basketball player. What I love about you is the fact that you and I can really talk about generations because we sort of come from it. You're 40 years old. Yep. You'll be 41 next month. Yep. I'm 35 years old, and like a few months later, you and I are like pretty much a couple years apart. Yep. Right around the time that you were leaving, kind of seemed like Florida was starting to go up, mm -hmm. and that's when, of course, they won the two national titles. Um, I did, did. Did you ever play with um, 
because I played against him in high school, but you played with uh, Matt Walsh from Germantown Academy. I, he, he wasn't on no, the team. No, you had no. just left yeah. as he got there. Yeah. Yeah. So the story was that at David Lee, yeah. who I think you were, who were also after you, yeah. After me, yeah. and they had declared that yeah. people were concerned with, so then a couple months go by, and of course they go on to win the two straight national titles. Do you really feel like you set kind of, set the tone kind of leading to that run i mean it wasn't it wasn't me but it was a lot of the guys that we came in with we had a we had an unbelievable recruiting class with teddy dupay udonis has and with darius hall you know we had we had you know my freshman year we went to sweet 16 my sophomore year we got beat in the national championship game to michigan state so i remember that so we yeah. had you know we had we had really good runs but you know what coach donovan and his cat coaching staff had an unbelievable coaching staff with coach grant who's not a date and coach pelfrey Who's, who's coach? Been a head coach over Donnie Jones. That's right. You played for Anthony so, Grant. Yeah. So we had we had an unbelievable coaching staff. So all a collection and Jeremy Foley, the athletic director, with all the players that committed there. That's what really built that thing, and it became a place that, that was fun to go to, and it was a desirable place. And you were uh, 17 years total time yeah, in the NBA. Yeah. Fooled them for a long time. What's that? I fooled him for a long well, time. Well, I always <laughs> told people that he's. he's <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I was going to open the show by saying that I was looking to see if we were in California because, like, I look at you, because when I saw you yesterday, yeah. I looked at your hair, I'm like, are we in California? What's going on here? What's happening? That's right. So going to the NBA, you were drafted fifth overall, yeah. and what team was that? Orlando Magic. And that must have been Doc exciting. Rivers, yeah. Doc Rivers. Yeah. So, Tim Matt, Tim, Trace so, McGrady, Grant Hill. Yes. Doc Rivers, who's now with us in Philadelphia. Yeah. Tell us about what he really is like. He's, you know, I, I've heard so many fans come up to me on the streets yeah. and say, what do you think of Doc Rivers? You know, when, when he first got hired, I said, well, what's there to know? He's 10th all-time in wins. Yeah. He's a future surefire Hall of Famer. I even got a chance to see his youngest son, oh, I'm sorry, his middle son, Austin, yeah. play to compete for a national championship. Yeah. What was Doc Rivers really like? Players coach. You know, it was almost very similar to how it was when I went with Coach Donovan at Florida. He was younger in his his, his coaching career, um, but got you to play hard. You wanted to play for him. You know, gave you gave you freedom to be who you were, but at the same time ta- taught you culture and championship identities. And he was just a blast to play with. He was. He's always been a very quiet type of person. He yeah. was always kept to himself. Yeah. And when you got to Orlando, yeah. what was the Purpose. What was your purpose when you got into the league? Did you want to become a superstar immediately? Did you want to become kind of an impact type player? You came alongside. You were playing with one of the greats, Tracy McGrady. Did you feel like you wanted to kind of be the guy? No, I mean, my, my biggest thing has always been about team first. But, yeah. you know, you get in there with guys like T-Mac, you see how they work and how they do things. You, you ultimately want to do stuff like that. I mean, it, you surround yourself with who you want to be, right? So uh, I did a lot of work and training with T-Mac and his trainers. Um, I always wanted to be to be one of those guys that you could depend on and count on. You know, and I was able to do that for, for a long part of my career, and it was a lot of fun. And then kind of going forward, when you went, you stayed in Florida, you played for the Miami Heat, we all know about the two uh, titles that you won. I really studied that team. I mean, a lot of people have been, a lot of things have been buzzing. Obviously, we're sort of like in a free isolation when we're not here at the games, here at the NIVC Invitational. So the biggest story probably has to be, if anybody were to ask, what do you think is the biggest basketball story right now? It's probably James Harden getting traded to the, to the Nets. And he'll team up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It was only a few years ago you were playing alongside with a big three of your own. Yeah. I'm talking about Dwayne Wade, the kid himself, 
not me, LeBron James and Chris Bosh. Yep. When you stepped foot in South Beach, what was the buzz going? Oh, it was wild. I mean, I was just kind of like the we were the Beatles, really. I mean, it was yeah. it was yeah. everywhere we went was crowds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was you know it, it was fun to be a part of that because you saw a lot of different things, right? You saw you saw how to how to what the what culture it took, the identity of, of what a championship team looked like, uh, the sacrifice that each individual had to make to make it all work. Uh, the coaching staff and the, and the preparation, uh, all that stuff was what really helped me later on in my career be and do the things that I've done is, is the heat culture and the heat way. Um, but when we walked in there and you have, you walk into every arena and you know you, the worst case scenario is going to be a close game. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good game. You got, you got probably arguably the greatest player of all time. And then Dwayne Wade, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, Chris Bosh, who should be if obviously He could have probably been. had a better more lasting career if he oh, had had sure. that, yeah, uh, blood, 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 that blood clot killed, killed him. Yeah, blood clots killed him. But. I had the chance to see him in high school because he and I, in fact, LeBron, myself, and Chris were all 03 grads. Yep. To watch him play made me say, this guy's going to be sensational. Yep. I mean, like you just said, you know, with, with D. Wade and LeBron and, and Chris Bosh and then your college teammate, Udonis yep. Haslam, and, and then there's Mike Miller coming off the bench and shooting all those threes. And I'm thinking to myself, this team is not just going to be good uh, for this year. Mm. This is the making of a dynasty. You were playing for a great coach yep. in, in Eric Spolster. Yep. I mean, there were 20,000 fans. Sometimes fans would actually have to, because I did it myself in college when I was in Miami, having to wait till the second quarter just to get in <laughs> and buy tickets at a cheap price. Because really, it was a time when... It must. It was such a great time yeah. just to be a fan of, of, of the Miami Heat, and, yeah. and that. What was that really? What did that really mean to just be a part of all of that? You know, like you just said, the Beatles. It's just it's the it's the peak of your career because you're winning, you're playing for championships, you're playing on a great team with a great organization with great players. I mean, you go down the list. You had Birdman, Udonis Haslam, Ray Allen, Rashard Lewis, yeah. James Jones. Like we just had a lot of great players that committed to winning a championship because you can have talented rosters, but you got to sacrifice and commit to winning. You hit the, um, I think one of the finals that you played in. I think you hit one of the winning shots mm. to, I think, to seal the championship. Mm. What was that feeling like? It's always fun. You, you, when you, when you grow up, one of the biggest reasons I went to Miami and, and did the whole Miami thing was to see what you're made of on the biggest stages. You know, you you grow up talking about I want to do this and do that. You finally have the opportunity, and when you do, it's it's a lot of fun. You spent a lot of time playing for the Memphis Grizzlies, and that was kind of like really at the peak of your career. I've been dying to know, did you want to move down to Memphis? Yeah. I mean, I, I Is spent, that where you wanted to raise I, your family? Yeah, I spent, I spent a majority of my adult life, you know, most of my adult life in Memphis. Oh, when, I didn't know when, that. When, when you said, think about it, yeah, because, you know, I, I played nine years in, with, with Memphis, so yeah. for, for the majority Total, of my adult actually, yeah, I think because yeah, you played four or five years, I think you started with. I stayed there seven and I came back for one. And what was that? Uh, what was it? What is it like? I guess now, um, you know, as you move forward, we'll get to the Houston thing in a few seconds. But you were able to finish out your career, even though you didn't finish it out in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think it was Cleveland, if I'm Denver. correct. Denver. Yep. But you, when you got to Memphis, what was the buzz like? Oh, it's, it, like that, that city loves hoops. One of the biggest reasons I came back to it. Yeah. They're they're hoops junkies. They're hard workers. They get it from the mud. Like they're. They understand the what, you know sacrifice of work and what what work really means and so, but they love hoops and they're and they're educated hoop fans. So uh, I love being there. It, you know, it's a grit and grind. It's it's really that. I mean, they're they're serious about basketball. And one of the biggest reasons I brought my family back there. I've heard so many stories about Butch McCray. 
Eddie Harvey. <laughs> That's right. A guy who really was not as recognizable as he could have been, became one of the greatest point guards in the history of professional basketball. What was Petty really like when you got to Memphis? He brought you on as an assistant coach. It was actually, if I'm correct, I actually referred to you as the, it was kind of like the A-team in the AAC. It was you, it was Petty, and it was Sam Mitchell. That's right. Tell us about what that, those two years were like there. It was there. awesome. You learn a lot from him. You learn, you learn, you know, obviously I was a huge fan of his when he played. Unfortunately for injuries, he'd have been, I yeah. think, one of the best of all time. He still is to me because you take what he did when he was there for a short period of time. Just a special, special player and a special human being. Uh, he's done some really, really great things at the University of Memphis. I was happy to be around with him for two years. And you learned a lot about the coaching, but also about life, and it was just a good experience for me. How about the AAC? What did that mean to you? Uh, it was great. It's a great conference. You know, it's one of those things where, to be honest with you, it's 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 one of those most difficult conferences because you don't get a lot of credit for some of the wins you get, but they're hard to get. Well, so, yeah, I mean, with the players you had, like James Wise, oh, Precious oh, Chew, oh, I was always honored to see you coming down to Philadelphia. And, I, I couldn't. I still remember when you were actually. I'm sitting up at the far bleachers, and you turn around, and you wave because these fans were hounding you, going, "Mike Miller, Mike Miller." <laughs> it's just, did you get that a lot when you were there? We did. It's just, you know, it was, it was a cool, it was a cool deal. Like uh, Penny really did a good job of putting a spotlight on Memphis University of Memphis basketball. It's Before himself, been, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. Huh? Before himself, yeah, yeah. Because he really cared. Oh about yeah, for the sure. Team. He cared about the team and yeah. and, and all about the. Because he and, gets he gets so yeah. much publicity. I've tried to interview him a thousand times, and our good friend Phil Stukenberg, who's the SID of the school, has always said, well, you know, good luck with that, because that guy gets asked uh, all the time. One last question. I know you've got a bunch of media people that are hounding you. I don't blame them. You're now in your first year as a new career begins for the great Mike Miller, and I say this because I do think of you as the great Mike Miller. Thank you. appreciate it. Your son, Mason, is one of your star players, and you're coaching uh, him, he's at Cr- going to Crate next yep. year. Yep. Uh, you've brought alongside former NBA great, um, I believe, uh, Bob if I'm correct, Bob Thornton, right. who's the 87th pick in the 1984 draft. Yeah. And you've got a great group of uh, staff players, yeah. but you've also got one of my favorite Philly guys, Ahmad Noah. Yeah. Tell us what it means to be a high school coach, because they're, you know, Brandon Roy at Garfield. When you think yeah. about all these high school like these former NBA guys turning into high school coaches, what does that mean to join a list of these elite players? It means a lot. It means that uh, NBA basketball players or players that have done it care, though, because when you come back to high school, it's about helping the kids. That's what it's all about. It's not about anything that you can do or, or where you can go from there. It's literally about helping these kids and developing these kids and, and under, teaching these kids really what it takes to do what they want. If that's college basketball, be a successful high school basketball coach, or even play beyond that, Understanding how the hard work that takes it takes, and, and, and implementing that stuff to these kids, and it's been a lot of fun for me. Last question: You went one and one here at the NIVC Invitational. You suffer a tough loss last night to the number two IMG team. You rebound well with an even tougher game mm-hmm. against a good Paul the Six team. Your thoughts on this weekend's event, and just what it meant to be uh, being here in Virginia? Great for the kids. It's an unbelievable experience for them. We come here, we fly in, get an unbelievable IMG team that's well coached and very, very talented. 
uh, and then play a ball 16 as just as talented and, 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 and even you know, have, as a great coach as well. So, you know, for our kids, it's about seeing this, understanding that that's the type of talent that you're going to be ta- facing when you play college basketball. And that's really what I, I want for these kids. And to be able to be with the voice makes it even for that sure, much for sure. better. Jake Schwartz again here at this NIBC Invitational with new Houston High School coach and one of my favorite NBA guys, Mr. Mike Miller. Appreciate Mike, it, congratulations on a good win today. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank